Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of things you should know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how love story doesn't need a perfect ending. I want to use this week to share with you one of my love stories that I think about quite often, but it is not a perfect love story. It doesn't have what you would think a perfect ending would be, but it is one that I just cherish so much, and it's actually one that I would prefer it to end and stay the way it did, so that it could stay in my memories as beautiful as it could be forever. It's a little weird because when you think about love and love story, we always think about happy ending. It's this deep love that you feel for one another, and I realize that. It doesn't always have to be that way. It really doesn't, and it's crazy because when I was younger, I didn't even think this is possible. Where you could feel so much in the moment with somebody, and you think it is so beautiful, beautiful, and like it's been almost seven years, and you look back and you still think that was such a beautiful memory. And that's sometimes all you really need is this memory that you have, and the fact that you think it's beautiful. I think that's really what matters. So I want to share that with you in case you could relate, and maybe it give you a different perspective on love. So it was seven years ago. I went to a conference. And it was a work conference, so I wasn't really thinking much. And I was listening in in one of the sessions that they had, and one of the speakers. There was three speakers on the stage, and one of the speaker was this guy that I found very, very attractive. And he was going about talking about his company, his expertise, and I remember just feeling like mesmerized. About him, and it's odd for me because usually I am not really someone that who gets really into someone's looks. Like I am someone that who usually date people really just based on how they treat me, personality, and it is actually common for me to not go for looks. So that's just some background to <laughs> kind of give some context. So it's actually very uncommon for me to. Be very into somebody's looks and get that type of attraction and chemistry from just physical aspect. So I just remember again, just sitting in the audience, listening, but just remember thinking to myself, just having one of those moments where I was just like, "Oh my god! Like this person is so gorgeous! Like, like that's all you know. Like that's all I could think about." And I remember. When the session ended, I kept staring up in the stage. Like I don't even know what I was thinking because I knew in my heart I was not gonna go up there and like talk to him. But I just kept staring at the stage, and as people started to leave, I was gonna leave too. And someone in the audience noticed me staring up at the stage, and that person's actually. One of his friends, so he actually saw me and he asked me, like, "Hey, would you like me to introduce you to my friend X?" Right? Like, we'll just call him, we'll call him John for now. <laughs> so he was like, "Would you like me to introduce you to John?" 
and I was like, uh, sure. Like, I didn't even, even know what to say. Like, I was not preparing myself to speak to him. I was not planning to talk to him. But, you know, somebody offered to introduce me. So I said, sure. And he introduced me to John. And we had, a, honestly, a very casual, professional introduction. Like, hi, how are you? Oh, okay, that's your name. Okay, great. And we walked out together from the session and still just very casual conversation i remember just kind of like oh hey yeah like how are you enjoying the conference you know normal conversation and i didn't think much to be honest even in those moments other than like okay yeah like he's very cute glad i was able to say hi and that was it and i remember that same day yeah i was curious i looked him up on linkedin and i added him and he accepted and that was kind of that to be honest for for that day like we did not hang out again at the conference and i think what happened was a couple days later after the conference because after i've added him on linkedin he messaged me and asked me for my number and from there essentially we talked like he called me and we talked more and then at the very beginning you know i was thinking very casual like i have no idea who this person was their this person's personality like just zero nothing and he did ask me to have dinner one of the days and i went and i remember just and, and let me give you some background of the twist to this what i call a love story um is that during that time i was not planning to date seriously at all like and and the history for me i feel like sometimes my mind is a bit weird is that for some reason i think that whenever a guy is too good looking he's probably get like too much compliment and just know that he's good looking and i don't know it's and and i default by just feel like okay there's no way like I have no chance and I don't even want to bother kind of thing. So that's like my default to like, okay, he's cute. That's amazing. But there's no chance that we'll basically get together. And so I, at the time, was also dating somebody else. But again, not officially, not boyfriend and girlfriend or anything. So like nothing official, just openly talking to other people. Maybe that's (laughs) what the language most of the millennials like myself use today is like we're just talking we're not official or anything so i was talking to somebody else that is more um i, I don't want to say my type like it wasn't someone like like i said <laughs> i want to set this background because i feel like it matters to how i felt in this what i call love story is that with the guy john that i met at the conference again i mentioned it's not natural for me to go for someone or date someone or be curious about someone simply by the way they look because usually i date people because they're nice and it could be completely that they're not good looking or i'm not attracted to them in the beginning but then i gain more attraction through their kindness so the other person that i was talking to at the time was that like i was actually not physically attracted to that person but that person is so kind and so nice to me at the time that we were talking like i i proceed to you know 
date that person casually because he was so nice, and it gave me a lot of comfort. And to be quite frank, it gave me a lot of security on things that I was insecure about that I didn't even know I was. You know, so I went into dinner with John, knowing that like I already kind of have someone that I was talking to, but I was curious on John because I've never felt this. Type of attraction to somebody before, and you know what is crazy, and I don't know how many of you have also felt this when you are so into somebody, where you look at them in the eyes, and they look at you back, and there's just this moments where you truly feel like everything else around you fades away. And that is something that I often felt with this person, John, is this almost like magical moments where you both look at each other in the eye, and you really feel like this person's looking at you. Like when you're on a date, sometimes when you stare at each other, there could be like very casual looking at each other, where you you're seeing each other, but you're not really seeing deeply into each other. And I feel like there's people. Sometimes you could even pass by, like literally just pass by. You're not even talking to each other, but somehow you feel that deep eye contact, and you just feel like your guys are looking at each other's soul. Those of you who have felt that know exactly what I mean. It's this one moment sometimes of just looking at each other, and you just feel like time, like pause, and you feel like. Something deep connection when you stare at someone's eye, and I feel like for me, I have always been like attracted, not attracted. I guess that's the wrong, not attracted to that, but that type of eye contact where I feel like I'm looking at them and they're looking at me deeply, and there are mutual attraction that usually melts my heart, and I barely ever really feel that. In my lifetime, like I could count within one hand, including probably my childhood crush, of <laughs> you know how often I ever felt that way in my life. So with this person, that what we will call him is John in the conference, I definitely felt that. I remember that even the first day when we had dinner, I just felt like I don't even know what the hell we were talking about, but I for some reason also felt this strange confident because. The ironic thing, and this is one of the weird twists about this love story, is that I almost knew from the very beginning that it was not gonna work out, and I was okay with it. Like I went in meeting and getting to know this person, knowing that there will be no happy ending. But I was so excited and. The feeling that I got with this person when we're together, it was just like electric. It was, I remember using this word a lot with him. Was like it's consuming because you feel so much. You could just simply be in the presence of each other. And you just feel so much. And looking back at it, you know, I think a big part of it is infatuation. When you're just 
having a lot of dopamine <laughs> and you are just feeling what you're feeling because you're attracted to the person you're you have so much chemistry and in your mind you create this like wow fantasy and for me those moments felt so real like and I think he felt it too like it was just I don't know it, it's just something that in my adult life I barely ever felt that way I could probably count less than three in my lifetime and one of them is probably when I was too young to really understand and this seven years ago one with John is probably as an adult like truly adult and recent enough where I truly remember what it was and here's the ironic thing I don't call it real love and we'll get to that in a second so as time goes on John and I got to know each other and in the very beginning I knew he was like a bit of a playboy and he kind of was I remember like we got to know each other we hung out for a couple of times and there's things that he says would amaze me because he is a strong personality and there's things truly about him that I would admire like how he handled his business and how he think for himself and his his own growth like all of that is super impressive but there are parts of him I remember as I got to know him I was like okay like that's not gonna work (laughs) with what I want in a boyfriend or in my future husband like you just know sometimes like deep down like what are some of your like what is it non-negotiable right where you're like no there's no way that I would want to be with someone in the long term that it's like this or think that way or believe this or just have this type of you know wants or whatever right like sometimes you just know that someone's just like completely different than who you are and of course yes yes like we will get to it like we did talk about it on is even like possible to be different but at the very beginning I knew that when it comes to compatibility compatibility on relationship it was just not very compatible however I think we both just really like not just but like I think we both have this attraction towards each other and it was mutual and we spend time together and I remember one month in of getting to know each other he did ask me to be his girlfriend and it was such a weird way of asking me to be his girlfriend was like hey how about we try you know being a couple for 30 days like you could be my girlfriend for 30 days and if it works out it works out if it doesn't then you know it doesn't and thank god in some way that at that time I it's weird and it is I was selfish a lot more selfish back then and I was not thinking really right either but in a way back then I felt like thank god that I was also talking to someone else so in my mind like I didn't feel that desperate where when he asked me that I think if I was not talking to anybody at all I think I would have accepted that offer but no I didn't it's like now that you say it out loud even it's so weird like what does that even mean like let's try it's like a trial period like a 30-day trial let's trial to be a couple and if we work out we work out if we don't we don't it's just so lame right and so no I was like I was like yeah right no we're not gonna do that like we're not even gonna be a couple like it's okay like it doesn't even matter so we kind of continue to talk without again being official with anybody And the thing is that it went on like this for months. But at the same time, 
every moment together just felt so intense. When you're in this infatuation stage, any of you listener out there, when you are just so into somebody and you feel that chemistry back, I mean, it's just electric flying everywhere. Like you guys could just be holding hands. And here's the twist too. Like we actually didn't do like sexual things for the longest time at, at all. So it's not even about that type of infatuation. Like it wasn't sexual in that sense. And it's sometimes when you're just so into someone, somehow, whatever it is, like sometimes there's just people about them that just captures you. It could be their smile. It could be their eyes. It could be their hair. It could be their muscle, their shoulder. Like you, it's just weird things that like maybe it's just super attractive to you. And when that mutual attraction is returned, I mean, it is just fire, like crazy. And so like literally I remember we sometimes would just sit in the parking lot like kissing. That's it. Just kissing for legit like I don't even know four hours, five hours. It's crazy. Like I'm talking that's crazy. Like without anything like sexual beyond that. That's crazy. Right. But (laughs) but, you know, it's just such a moment. Right. And for any of you who have those moments, you like you think back and you're just like, oh, my God, like. How is that even possible, right? You do you like fast forward to nowadays, you're just like, how, right? Like, I just feel like people nowadays just jump right into the bed sheets and like then get to know each other afterwards. I mean, nothing against that. Um, but I personally just really miss, right? Like just how people sometimes could just enjoy each other's company by someone doing nothing, just like staring at each other's eyes and drinking water. Isn't that just so weird? But when you're in love or when you think you're in love or you're just in this intense infatuation stage, I mean, things are just so freaking intense. Like you literally feel like the world stops. I remember just sitting on the couch, listening to music with this guy and just brushing over each other's hand. And oh my God, it was like this magical moment. Or sometimes we'll just be parked in like a side of a mountain, looking at the city lights, listening to music. And like singing to each other, just looking at each other in the eyes. I mean, it's all the things that makes you want to throw up, really. (laughs) And you're like, ew, like when you're not even in that mode and that mindset, you just think that's so the most annoying thing and the most like time wasting thing ever. But when you're in it and you like, wow, it just feels like you are the main character in this world and Nothing else matters. It's just crazy. I mean, it was just such a beautiful time. And I remember, and here's the ironic thing. Every moment that I had with John during that time, I knew that it was just something that I would miss and cherish. And then I remember there would be moments where I would have this magical feeling with him. Because again, the feeling is so intense to a point where... I could only imagine how much dopamine I was feeling. I was probably just high on dopamine, like straight up all day, all night. And I would go home and write in my journal about it because I knew that this was something that no matter what happens at the end, I would want to remember this incredible feeling. It's really weird. Like, and the, and the reason why 
I don't think it is is true love, though I do call it a love story because it's one that I think it's beautiful. It's how people feel and act sometimes when they are thinking that they're in love or they are in that lovey-dovey stage, and and when the feeling is mutual, I think it's just even like more beautiful and crazy. And I would write it down. I would write every detail of it because I actually want to remember it because it's true, right? Like. Yes, if it's a year ago, two years ago, you're gonna remember the moment, and you're still likely gonna feel what you feel. But when years pass by, decades pass by, like things fade, and there's gonna be certain moments and things that used to make you feel a certain way you forget. And here's the thing: I think one of the biggest beauty in life is that you get to experience, and the feelings that you feel from other people is what makes you feel alive. Sometimes when you're alone, you're just doing your day to day, and you're just even winning, accomplishing things. Like it could feel numb. It could feel like you're dead. It could feel like you're a robot. And when you are surrounded by people that truly makes you feel a certain way, like like these butterfly in your stomach, when you feel nervous, when you feel shy, when you feel ecstatic, when you feel happy, like people that actually make you feel alive. I truly don't think that. There's that many people out there that make us feel alive. There's actually a lot of people out there that that make us feel anxious, that make us feel annoyed, that make us feel like we want to run away from them. It makes us feel like we don't want to deal with them, or they just, you know, there's just so many people that it doesn't give us the positive, giggly, lovey-dovey dopamine feeling that we need and want. And when you do encounter someone that gives you these feeling that makes you, oh my god, feel so alive. I mean, it's an experience, and you gotta let yourself experience it. And that's kind of what I went through seven years ago when I met John. Is that I think in the very beginning, I was very much aware that it was not gonna end in like a fairy tale. Like very much aware because at the very beginning, I knew like. That not only that you know I predicted like oh my god he's so good looking in my eyes that there's no way that was gonna work out. I mean that's not a nice thing for me to think about like judging someone's by appearance. But at the same time when I got to know him, I did learn that there are certain traits about him that I knew it was not compatible with who I was looking for. And same with him, you know the person that he was looking for was not someone that I could. Easily or could be really naturally become either, and we're both, I think, very much aware of that. But at the same time, I think we both allowed ourselves to just be in the moment and feel because it was kind of like once in a lifetime thing where the person make you feel the way you do. And I mean, how often can you literally just sit with that person, just stare each other in the eye, and just feel like there's like music playing in the background, even though there isn't any. And you just feel like stars is flying everywhere when there's really nothing, you know. I, <laughs> it's. I think that's what you feel when you're just really, really into someone, and when you're in that moment, and that feeling again, if it's when it's mutual, is so freaking incredible. And so I allow myself again to like go on feeling that way, and we went through moments where you know he said, "I love you," and. I don't think I said it back, even though at the time I feel it. But I just knew it wasn't real love because I just feel, and I still believe it until this day, is that when you truly 
love someone, I feel like you could conquer the differences and you could truly likely work out on the differences and try your best to compromise, but at least try. I don't know if it could work out, but at least try. However, in my mind, I let it be as beautiful as it is and I still feel that I preserve it because I feel like all of those magical feelings that I was feeling at the moment, I feel them without anger, without jealousy, without expectation. And I think it was so beautiful because I didn't have those because I knew and accepted that it wasn't going to turn out the way that I want. And it's okay. And that's the crazy part. I think a lot of us, when we feel this intensity with somebody, we want to almost like own them. We want to be with them. We want this person to be the one. We want this to be it. And of course, I did give it time. I did try at some point to really like get to know this person in a way of like, can this person really become potentially who I want? And I did try to see that to really see, could it work? And I knew that if I put the same expectation that I would have for who I want to be with in the future, this person wasn't going to pass. Like John wasn't going to pass. Like, and I couldn't be who he wants either. Like I cannot pass for him. And I knew that. And I knew that if I really truly fought for it, it was going to ruin the beauty, the beauty, the memories, and everything that I felt. That means I was gonna, I knew, and, and there's the thing, I knew myself very well. When I am trying to get, you know, something across or like really try, and it could get ugly, right? When you like really trying to compromise and talk and express how you feel and hear how the other person feel, like you fight, you go through the ugly. And tru- truthfully, John and I have not, actually gone through a real real fight like screaming match none of that i think we have gone through feeling like disappointed of one another because we either didn't take certain action or certain expectation didn't happen the way it did or i let him down whatever it is like i think i'm sure and yeah like we did definitely feel disappointed and let down but we never went into a screaming match and both of us are completely very much capable of doing that And I opted out for it because I, number one, and I tell you the earlier story about, I was also talking to someone that from a personality perspective, really meshed well with me. And it made me feel secure. It actually made me, this whole twisted event that happened of meeting this someone, I was completely infatuated with while talking to someone that was so compatible in a different level like i was put in a very unique position that allowed me to felt what i felt and i don't think that i could have feel that way like that intensity and being able to go through getting to know john in that couple of months and i think it happened for like the the dating part happened at least six months and of course like the intensity probably went on for a couple of years before it completely you know died down and was normal but I don't think I could have felt that intensity and go through and gather those good memories to be honest if I wasn't talking to someone else that made me feel very secure and made me feel like 
they were compatible with me in the way that John wasn't. It's so twisted. I know it's so twisted and some level it's wrong. And and if anyone who's curious out there, yes, they knew that I was dating other people. So just get that straight before you guys are on me about like, oh my God, like, are you, you know, no, like, I, again, I was not official with anybody. There was no like boyfriend and girlfriend in those moments. And it was clear that we are like okay to date other people because again, it was casual. There's nothing official with none of the parties. So, okay, let's get, let's go on with the story. So I think that in that twisted event where it's almost like you are meeting the perfect personality and match for you, but they're divided between two people. It's like you have one that you have this extreme chemistry and attraction towards that you're like, oh my God, you literally could just stare at each other all day and you'll feel like fulfilled and you feel all the butterflies and you feel like it's one of the most magical and beautiful thing ever. And then on the other hand, you have someone that meets your needs when it comes to love language, when it comes to who you like you who like who you need as a person in your life to be there for you to get to know you to talk to you in a way that really speaks to you and make you feel good about yourself make you feel growth make you feel you know like love like everything that you could want when it comes to a partner like i i was i think those two unique circumstances made me a the ability to go through that because look the reality is that if I wasn't talking to someone that I felt like was gonna have give me the potential I was not gonna be strong enough <laughs> like that's just what it is like I don't think I could be strong enough to meet with someone that I did have this high compatibility of attraction with and not just jump in and try and probably fight really badly with this person and end up just maybe ruin the whole thing like we probably cannot even be friends and we are still friends until this day and no I don't want like because my friends ask me they're like oh my god like if you feel this much about this person and it was that amazing like why don't you give it a try maybe it'll work and my answer is still the same as seven years ago like it's not and I know this because <laughs> there's moments that when I talk to him sometimes and he talks about things that is sometimes not even about relationship there's just also things that like he's into that I just have zero interest in and I just also and I say this that I know I don't love love him because there's also things that I feel like I just wouldn't want to sacrifice for him and I know that I would if I truly love someone and and that's kind of you know the difference where I was very much aware that a big part of it was infatuation a big part of it was that you sometimes just have very much amazing chemistry with somebody but it doesn't necessarily mean that that will make you guys compatible and have a good life and that's gonna make you feel fulfilled however I do think it's just such a beautiful memory that I I legit try to preserve that memory as much as I can to a point (laughs) sadly sometimes and it's not a good thing of me but I almost want to distance myself from this person a little bit just so I could preserve this beautiful memory and like not have this beautiful memory get ruined because I mean I was I I think that beautiful memory lasted for a long time because 
even after six months that we kind of go through that intense dating, I remember I did try to stop to, you know, stop talking to John anymore because I just knew that it was not going to progress any further. And I actually wanted to get more serious with the other person that I was talking to because I chose like in that moment back then, I did actually pick the more compatibility when it comes to emotional and uh, basically not the one that's about chemistry and um, basically not John. And um, th- and that was what I chose. And I remember feeling okay about it. And I loved the memory. And when the other person didn't work out, like the person that we were compatible more emotionally and other things, like it didn't work out and we ended it. And I remember John and I would still meet up. And we would still have those amazing butterflies. I remember after even like a year of those magical feelings, as soon as I see him, I just could feel the same way as I did again. And I remember when we ended things and then it was almost, I think, six months or close to a year afterwards, we met each other again (laughs) in the same conference because that conference that time happens every year and that year it happened in Vegas and I remember that when I saw him I didn't know what I was feeling because it was like at a party there was just so many people and my coworker was there I just didn't really feel anything um, because there was just too much going on at the at the time and I remember the next day, he reached out, or I reached out, I don't know, but we're like, hey, do you want to hang out? And we did. And when it's just me and him again, everything still felt exactly the same. I remember just looking at him, just still feeling like getting lost in time. And every single second and moment still felt very magical. And I remember there was there were unanswered questions like he wanted to know why I stopped talking to him and he expressed how he felt during those time and every single words that he was saying it meant so much and I wanted to hear and remember all of it. And I remember we went on an almost like a mini trip in, within Vegas just driving around the entire Vegas and hang out and I remember Every moment of it, I, I wrote it down as soon as I came back home. Like, because, again, I didn't want to forget about it. Because it, it was just moments. There's, there's certain people that you meet in life. And you experience these magical feelings with them. And you just know that you don't know when you're going to feel it again. Because of how rare you have ever felt it in your life. And I think in those moments, you want to cherish it. You want to remember it. Because when I really think that life is really about these moments and, and, and feelings that you feel, regardless of who's giving it to you, cherish it when you feel it. Try to remember it. Because when we're old and we're weak to do much, all we really have is these beautiful memories that we have in our brain and make us feel like we have lived a fulfilled life. And so these memories, I do try to capture, even if it means on paper or in my mind, because they are beautiful. And 
I remember, yeah, like after that Vegas trip, we didn't talk again for probably another year because he did travel a lot. And whenever he did come back, it will be probably like once a year, probably I would see him. And magically, every time we saw each other during the probably the first like three years, we still had those feelings. Like I would like and magically every time we met up, we were both single. And every time we, we met up, I him and I would kiss. And again, it's non-sexual. It's oddly too, like doesn't have to be sexual to feel that way. And we would kiss and not like right away, but like eventually, because again, like I think when you're feeling so much and every time you see each other, you still have those strong chemistry. I mean, it happens, right? And and it doesn't happen often for me, though. That's another thing. Like usually it takes me to warm up with somebody again for months, get to know them. And if I don't see you for a while, you just feel like a stranger to me. So for me, it wasn't common. I think when you say it out loud, it's like, okay, no one, no one really cares. Like kiss somebody, who cares? But for me, it was a big deal that I could still feel the way I do after even like not seeing this person or talk to this person for like a year and still feel that way and feel okay to like even hold their hand or kiss them. So it's not normal. And again, all of that just kind of add into this intensity of like my friends asking me like, how could you just not just give this guy a chance and just be together already? But I think again, like what I don't even sometimes understand myself is that's what adds into this beautiful memory. I think this is beautiful. I think I, that's how I kind of want to keep it as. And I think about this more recently because even just yesterday I had a dream about John and in the dream he was telling me he had found somebody else and I remember just feeling like I don't want to hear about it I don't want to know about it I don't really want to damage the memories that I have had of John but in reality when I wake up I'm like of course that's okay like I expect him to be with somebody else I expect me to be with somebody else I expect me to still have these great memories regardless of who we're with and there's no jealousy there absolutely not and the another thing reality is that John did actually call me maybe like by now maybe even almost a year ago I forgot but I didn't even pick up the phone I could have called back but I still haven't because there's a part of me that Again, for some reason, it's like I try so hard to preserve the good memories that I have. There, that there is a part where I don't want to dilute it so much to a point where I remember the reality of our current friendship more so than what I remember. And it's completely, in a way, selfish of me. And, I mean, John and I are not that close of friends. Like, I think we're friends, but... It's not like we're close friends. Um, but I, of course, we could still be friends. And we are. But I don't know. Like, I think it was beautiful. And in some way, I think love could make you want to feel a lot. But at the same time, be distant. And I think this is the weird thing that, like... I think about this love story and it's different because when you think about love story, you think about wanting to be close with this person, always wanting to know exactly what this person's up to now, then and there and and be with this 
person. And I think it doesn't always have to be that way. And it doesn't necessarily even need to be called love. Sometimes you could have experiences with people that give you amazing time and happiness and feeling. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's your true love or even needs to be called love. And it's something that you just wanted to cherish forever. And you can and will and will try your best to remember it forever. And I think that these type of feelings that you feel in life doesn't always come often. So when it does come, I think nothing is wrong with just doing your best to remember it. And for anyone out there that who is going through a situation where it's similar in a sense of this person probably give you this incredible feeling and somehow you guys are not compatible and it's not going to work and you kind of don't know what to do. I think that you have to ask yourself, how, how much do you need to almost like own this person? And that sounds bad, but in some way, I feel like when you have an expectation of love in return, it's almost like maybe the word own is not the right word, but when you have the expectation of return, you have something about this person like as if they owe you something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And I think that you, if you could get through your head of just enjoying this person's company and you're okay, and you have to, another thing is that, I mean, in some way, you have to also be okay with the time that you're giving to this person because that was another thing I was aware of is that um, I was not gonna be with this person for real, but at the same time, all of the moments that I was spending with this person, I knew it was time spent, right? It was still my time. It was still me putting out six months of getting to know this person, being with this person, dating this person, talking to this person. It's still time. In some way, you could say it's time wasted, but it's still time being spent. And are you okay with spending this time and not being able to get it back, right? Like some people's not okay with that. Some people feel that if they're committing their time for a year, two years, three years down the drain, that they have a expectation of return of something back to them that they feel like it's worthwhile. For me, I knew that there was no expectation. Like it was literally a mutual, this is my time to be with you because I truly enjoy your company and I love the feeling that I get when I'm with you. And I'm completely okay that if one day you have to go and you need to be with somebody else and you have to do your own thing, I'm completely happy and content with the time that we have spent together because the feeling that I felt was just incredible. Like I was completely aware and I was okay with that. And I think that those are the type of questions that you need to ask yourself. If you could also be okay completely and truly because it's, it's sometimes tricky when you're like truly like someone and you want to be with them you may say, yeah, I'm fine, but then you have expectation. So like, as long as you could trust yourself and you're candid with yourself and you could be that way, I highly encourage you to allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to experience, allow yourself to be in the moment. Because in our society today, so many of us are always go, go, go. We, we feel like everything is like a task. We think like, this is our mission. We go out today. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to, it's always do, do, do. But it's 
And even when we like are in a concert, right? All of us, when there's this magical, beautiful song that comes up, moment, what do we do instead of enjoying the beautiful music in front of us and just being mesmerized? We pull out our phone and then we look at the beautiful concert through our phone because we're recording and want to make sure it's recording. We want to make sure it is then able to then relive it through our freaking phone. And the, the reality is when you look at what is happening in front of you and you're recording it through your phone, when you remember and you think back to that moment, you're actually thinking about you looking at the phone, recording that moment. It is a completely different experience when you actually allow yourself to stare at what it is that is beautiful. Remember the music and the feeling and the smell and everything that you are feeling, how you're feeling in that moment with the music blasting in the way that it was or at that concert or that moment when you stare at that person's eye instead of thinking about like, let's take a picture or a video in the moment, you just stare at them and feel the moment. I mean, it's something that nothing, your phone, your camera could compare and capturing than what it is in your brain, in your memory and your senses. So allow yourself to to feel it because I feel like those are the moments that us humans honestly lives for. It's what make us feel alive is what make life sometimes worth living. It's moments that we live for because it's true. Like every day when you go to work, you do your thing, you don't need to feel much and most of us don't feel much. And I think it's those incredible moments that sometimes you get lucky and get to meet certain people. And again, you don't need to own them. You don't need to be with them forever to feel lucky. You don't need to. And I think the more you allow yourself to be open, to allow these people to come and go as they please, the more you allow yourself to meet more people that's able to bring these dopamines and happiness in your life in a healthy way if you allow it to be healthy. And that's that. And cherish those people, uh, you know, and those moments and just be happy. So I hope that by me sharing this experience, help you in some way if you're also going through somewhat of like a love story that you're like I don't know how to handle it because I don't think there's going to be a happy ending but how can it still turn out to be beautiful and good I think there is a way I think there's a way but you just gotta really ask yourself hard questions and be okay with the outcome regardless and allow yourself to feel because your heart already wants to feel and your heart is or feeling whatever that it is feeling. So you just got to basically unblock it with your difficult questions and your difficult expectations and go from there. Okay, anyway, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.